Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living worldwide with your host, Mariana Cooper, founder of AHA Moments International and ahamomentsworld.com. Tune in for the next hour and learn to trust your AHA Moments to lead the way to live a passionate and purposeful life. And now here's your host, Mari. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the AHA Moments radio show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living worldwide. I'm Mari, and happy Tuesday. We have so much going on in the atmosphere. Uh, Either you're bouncing off the walls or you just want to face plant in your bed (laughs) Uh, because this energy is is really pretty, pretty wacky right now. So tonight... We are going to talk all about that, and we're going to have a a pretty in-depth AHA energy check, and we are also going to be talking about how to connect, communicate, and create with your personal guide. Now, this is part two of our Opening to Channel series, and this is a, a, a really pivotal time for people to be awakening to the connection and communication um, or the ability to communicate with their personal guides in a totally different way than ever before. And we've been talking about channeling for a few weeks now. I know we got into the whole Mercury and Retrograde thing last week, but the week before we talked um, about opening the channel. And tomorrow we start our big workshop. It's a seven-week workshop called Opening to Channel. We actually have one spot left. I had one cancellation, so we have one spot left. And then we'll be sold out. If you'd like to grab that spot, you can go to ahamomentsworld.com forward slash channel. ahamomentsworld.com forward slash C-H-A-N-N-E-L. Um, and we're going to be really getting these these gals uh, rocking and rolling with connecting. Uh, we're going to go through the history of channeling and go really in depth with the exact uh, steps that you take so that you can communicate both in the written word and also verbally, and it's going to be a really, really cool class. I'm actually channeling the class, and I started to take, you know, put some notes to paper, and it's really good stuff. And, of course, they always chime in with all kinds of extra stuff um, <clears throat> in addition to what we have in the outlines and all of our marketing materials. So I'm really excited to see what happens with that. Uh now, tonight we are going to be doing some readings as well, so if you'd like to call in, um, and I see a lot of you are already doing that, um, Sam is ready to get you in the in the queue here. The number to call in is 347-215-9485. It's 347-215-9485, and we're going to get to some of those calls in a little bit. Um, all right, so let's... Let's talk first about what's going on with this energy, and our aha, aha energy check. We have Mercury in retrograde. I know we talked a lot about that last week, so I won't go too far into that today. We have, um, and that's staying around until the 26th of October, we have a full moon tomorrow, and we have a total lunar eclipse tomorrow. And we, well, tonight, actually, the wee hours of 
when you go to sleep tonight, when you get up in the morning, if you're on the West Coast, around 3 a.m. is when the total eclipse happens. It's called the blood moon. And if you are on the East Coast, around 5 a.m. is when it happens there. Uh, 5, yeah, 5 a.m. So it might be like 2 a.m. here. 2.30-ish is what I I believe I saw uh, for the eclipse. And then we have the one nice sweet aspect, which is the waxing moon. So going into the full moon. So we have about as much moonlight as you can get. Um, And it's kind of interesting because the guys are saying it's an interesting time because we have this huge full moon. But because the earth and the moon are kind of crisscrossing, it's going to be almost like a dark moon in its own way, you know, but it's, it's actually a blood red moon. That's why the, the, the cast, the, the uh, light is cast on it that way. So it's kind of like all this light, but then, you know, kind of some darkness at the same time. So it's like the yin and the yang. And it's a time of radical change, of endings, of transformation, um, of, of kind of out with the old, in with the new. If you're feeling exhausted and um, I, I normally full moon time is a high energy time, especially with the fall and, you know, with the waxing moon, that's usually pretty high energy. But with Mercury going kind of, in, you know, absolutely in retrograde, and then you have your um, eclipse energy, it's kind of this push-me-pull-you. So you might be getting spurts of energy, like one minute you're working really hard and the next minute you just want to crash. I know I had to stop everything and go to Starbucks today and get my my black iced tea lemonade. That's my new drink of choice because I'm trying to stay away from the dairy. So I gave up the chai tea and now it's just, you know, I just I just needed it. <laughs> I had so much to do. But on the other hand, at 3 o'clock in the morning, I woke up and I had to write a whole thing for Gina because we have a, a new quiz coming out. And I owed her the content for the quiz. And... uh and I had to. I had. I was late, so I was up at three o'clock in the morning finishing that up. So you know, it's kind of this weird, like, you know, up and down. But the important thing that you need to know is it's. This is this is why I called the our package the, um, the product that was the ride the wave product ride the wave, which is moon magic and Mercury and retrograde. And there's uh, two two teaching MP3s on there about the you know, the differences with the moon and the retrograde and all what it all means and everything. But there's four MP3 guided meditations in that package too. And the reason why I, you know, I did that was to give you a way to dissipate this energy and to flow with it. You know, riding the wave, it's really important that you, when you feel up and you feel that surge of energy, that you go with it. You know, when I feel like that bit of alertness, even if it only lasts for an hour, I push forward. If I feel tired, even if it only lasts for an hour, I back off a little bit. I just say, okay, you know what, maybe I won't force myself to go for that walk. You know, maybe I will push myself to get, you know, that, that um, uh, if I feel that little surge of energy, okay, I'll, I'll grab it and for an hour I'll give it all I have. You know, but this is this is really important that you guys get to notice that it's not just you. It's not necessarily depression or you know, being lazy or procrastinating, sometimes when the energy is doing this kind of stuff, it's really hard to get up and move. Like last night, I, I, was, I was stuck. I was just done. I said, I can't. I, you know, I tried to even watch TV. I was restless, and then I, I just went to sleep at 9.30 at nine, 10 o'clock last night. Never happens. I'm a night person. I'm up at 1 o'clock in the morning doing my stuff. I'm, you know, all bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. and I'm not a morning person at all. But... um you know, it, I just rode the wave of the energy. And 
you will see that if you start to do that the best you can, um, you'll have a sense of freedom. And that's one of the things when people say, oh, Mario, I just want to be free. I want to stop feeling like I'm shackled to all these schedules and I'm shackled to, you know, my job and what this one wants and that one wants. And, um, you know, obviously as an entrepreneur, I have an easier time with that because I kind of make my own schedule and create my own way. And I know a lot of you are entrepreneurs um, as well. And you're not, if you can schedule, you know, work at home days or um, take a personal day. When you know the energy is like this, it's a, it might be a good time. The good thing about all this stuff is it's predictive. So it's on calendars and Google everywhere. You can actually Google the new moon calendar or the moon calendar for the year and put the dates on your uh, in your date book. You can do the same thing with the retrogrades. And, you know, you can go as high or low as you want as far as getting involved with it. But I think it's really important, and I know for me, it's a huge part of my own personal, you know, success kit. It, it, it just is. And um, and when I stopped beating myself up for feeling tired at strange times, like midday, and I just let myself back off, I noticed that if I just lay low, the energy will come back up. Now, this, of course, we're not talking about, there's, there's all kinds of other things. If you have sleep apnea or you have hormone issues or all kinds of other stuff like that, but... Um, so, you you know, if you feel like there's a medical situation, absolutely check that out. But I'm just talking about your energetic management, and this is a very, very big deal, and it does have a great effect on things. All right, so um, I see you guys are getting into the groove here with, with signing in with Sam for, for your readings, and I wanted to to a little bit of the content, and then we'll start chatting with folks. Um so this is today I wanted to talk a little bit about connecting with your personal guide and um the difference. There was a question that came in, what's the difference between channeling and intuition or channeling and psychic work? And I think we had talked about that on another show, but I'll just repeat it. Um your psychic work, the psychic stuff, uh in and intuition comes from what we call your energetic receptor systems, your four four clairs, clairvoyance, claircognizance, clairaudience, clairsentience. Those are four energetic senses that overlay your over your physical senses. And those were put in place for us to be able to stay connected to our higher self that's not in the physical body but navigates outside the physical body, plus all of the beings on the other side, um, our ancestors, our the higher, you know, our higher self, our, you know, you can call it all kinds of other things, the angels and the guides and the ascended masters and all the galactics and the elementals and the fairies and all that. All of, okay, your intuitive senses gave you an opportunity to sense and get messages from everywhere and to know if it's right or not right. It protects you. It keeps you safe. It informs you. Um, it, it, it leads you and draws you to, um, you know, the various answers and guidance and protection that you seek. Channeling, on the other hand, is more deliberate. So some people have what's called a channeling contract. Now, we all have, you know, these little boxes within our bodies that are built for channeling. So you are wired for it. But most people don't exercise that, at least not deliberately and knowingly. And quite frankly, it was one of those things that really required a 
big boost of energy on the grid to be able to sustain. So it would kind of be like in the past, it would be like, you know, we have a digital recorder, we have the capacity for digital, but we only have the the power for an 8-track tape player or cassette tape player. You know, so now that the energy has shifted so dramatically, what we're seeing is a lot more channeling contracts coming up for people and those capacities coming to the forefront because this is going to be, now that the grid has shifted, now they need a bunch of us, especially the special ones, the light workers, the way showers, the, the leaders of leaders, they need us to translate and to download, be able to download and translate all of the new inventions, new um, ideas and thought forms, new levels of consciousness, new access to all of our multidimensional selves and multidimensional lifestyles and our abilities to communicate telepathically. And, um, you know, there's just a whole host of things that are to healing, um, in, like new scientific uh, inventions and technological advancement and protective um, things are being put in place also. All of this doesn't come from the confines of where we've been. It comes from the greater energies that help us navigate our way. So there has to be a way to get the information to us in a way that we can operationalize it, right? And um, all of these new ideas don't just come from intellectually smart people. These new ideas come from on high, from on the other side of the veil. And there's lots of different groups, collective, they call them collective consciousness, collective beings. Um, and they, they, sort of, they sort of cluster in groups. So there are some collective consciousnesses that are um, a host of angels. They're in a more angelic energy. There's some that are more elemental, like fairy and gnomes and um, you know, alchem- alchemical energy, like the, like a Merlin type energy. There are some collectives that are um, technologically focused and more galactic energy. There's some that are more earth oriented and focused um, more with like the the healing of the earth kinds of energies. And, the, and there's beings who have these jobs and they come together. And then when you have someone who's willing to channel, like what I do. Then they have a communicator. They have a translator, and they're beyond thrilled that you will take the time to allow them to speak through you and with you so that they can get the information that they've developed through. And so that's why I'm kind of, it seems like I'm on a crusade to get you guys to listen up about this because um, it's a huge service, and there's not a lot of people who even get it. They most people think it's just this obscure talent and, you know, they get more focused on how does it happen than what's actually being said. And um you know, and and so that's that's kind of annoying. But but most importantly, this is about the forward acceleration and forward progression of mankind. And we do it one person, you know, I I say one aha moment at a time, one person at a time. Um so the first step though in channeling is to connect with your own personal guide. And this, okay, is another layer. So what I was just talking about is the global effects and global potentials of channeling at large. But on a personal level, when you have a willingness to seek out and speak with and commune with and partner with 
your personal guide who's not incarnate, who's energetic, and you sort out how to communicate with that being, you will have an acceleration in your life like never before because now you're not, you don't feel alone. You know, they always say rhetorically, oh, you're never alone, you know. But when you're looking at your checkbook and there's not enough money to pay that light bill and you've got threats coming this way and trying to be positive that way and, you know, it gets it gets pretty over the top for people. And so to have, to be able to have that, connection with that guide and not just for you know bills and dire situations but but for everything you know what diet should i be on what you know what's the best type of food that i should be eating what's gonna you know can you help me with you know making a decision should i get the blue shoes or the black shoes you know will that dress be on sale on the other side of town you know you could just for the highest of high and super important decisions all the way down to the most mundane you know should i use you know shallots or onions in this recipe i mean you can go whichever direction you want with the personal guide because they're kind of your partner in crime. And it's so much fun to be able and to, to speak with them. And it's also amazing to um, to just have somebody who's kind of the eyes behind your head. Where your physicality runs out, they are just getting started. And they can help to configure things and give you signs and symbols and synchronicities. They can use your environment to send you messages um, through books, through, you know, TV interviews, through um, overhearing conversations, even getting lyrics in your head, like, you know, hearing like, lyrics over and over again in your head. They they really can um, support you, and they want to. So when I, you know, asking my guys, you know, what should I do for the show, and they said, you know, a part two of this, I'm like, oh, people are going to get tired of hearing about this. And they said, no, 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 they can't because not everyone's mastered this yet, and there's so many goodies for you guys to, to get from it. So we decided to do a part two. So I wanted to talk a little bit about the top five questions that you can ask to get a communication going with, with your personal guide. And um, I guess the first thing I had promised to talk about was how to know that your guide is trying to speak with you. And, you know, that's kind of an interesting question because there's all different sorts of of ways. You know, the ringing in the ear is a big one. I know somebody had asked me, um, we did the Are You a Special One quiz, and someone had asked me, you know, what I I, I did the AHA Treasure Chest, which was a, is a product that goes over all the questions that were in that quiz, and I missed a question, and it was about um, the ringing in the ear. And one of the things that happens when you have a channeling contract or when your clear audience is being turned up, meaning you have messages that are coming in through your energetic hearing, is you'll get a ringing in the ear. It's kind of like a radio tuner that's not defined on a station, specific station. So you get that, you know, like it's there, it's like, come on. And then if you work with it and you pay a little attention to it and you ask for it to... um, to shift the frequency so that you can discern it, which basically means slow the frequency down, um, because they're much faster, right? So that's why you get the full ringing. But if you ask them to slow it down, slow it down, slow it down, slow it down, you know, they can't know if you're getting it. You need to let them know that you're getting it. You'll start to, it'll start to form words, and you'll be like, oh, oh, is that what you were saying? Okay. And then the ringing will stop, and you'll start to feel words. Now, um, a lot of this will feel like it's your imagination. But your imagination actually is the most powerful 
um, tool of consciousness that you have, and it's 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 a tool of creation. It's a your built-in creation. It's your built-in, you know, pottery wheel, if you will. So the imagination is not a farce for your mental mind to you know play in when it's you know bored of doing all the intellectual things that it does. Your imagination is actually a very energetic process that that creates. And so whatever you're focusing on, if you keep envisioning yourself getting into an argument with so-and-so because they did this and you just keep seeing it over and over again, you'll get into that argument with so-and-so because you're creative with that energy, with your imagination. If you deliberately imagine, though, and you start to see yourself, you know, sitting with your guide and getting very specific information and feeling a sense of knowing and a sense of connectedness, um, you'll, you'll be amazed at how you start to get um, that 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 sense of you know one foot in front of the other, and soon you'll be walking across the floor. That that feeling of knowing that you're on the right path. Okay, so um, the one of the best questions you can ask. So a lot of people get caught up with, well, can you give me the lottery numbers, or or um, can you can you uh, is this guy going to call me, or or should I? You know, is this money going to come to me or, you know, should I pick that job or that job? What I would suggest that's a better better question. The first one is, what do you want me to know right now? What do you want me to know most right now? Really, really good one because when you start journaling about that, what do you want me to know most right now? it it gets you it cuts you to the chase because a lot of times what we're focused on isn't really the main issue. What we're focused on is actually a, a distraction to the the real core issue. And you know, I know a lot of people they call me for readings and things and they just want their answer and they want what they want to hear and they don't really want the real answer and they don't want the teaching under the answer and they don't want the explanation because they just want to hear what they want to hear which doesn't particularly serve you because it's more about your mental mind controlling the outcome as opposed to you getting the thing that's going to actually genuinely propel you forward. So what do you want me to know most right now? You'd be amazed. Sometimes, you know, you might be thinking, oh, uh, you know, it's a man situation. Oh, I, you know, and then they take you in a totally different direction and say, okay, focus on your career. You want that guy, focus on creating a life that's so irresistible that he, you know, by you being independent and you being very focused in your own passion, there's nothing more, you know, attractive than uh, uh, someone who's really passionate about what they do and who's pretty enthralled with it. And then you're trying to, you know, fit, convince that person that you're uh, worth them taking a little time out for because their life is so exciting. And, And that's the best attractor you could ever create. So that's the type of thing that you'll get with that. Um, another question that's really good to ask is how can I contribute? Now, um, <clears throat> a lot of people say, well, you know, I want to make $4,000 a month or I need $10,000 to, you know, put down on a new car or I need, you know, I need, I need, you know, whatever amount of money. The question you ask for that is what contribution can I make that would be the equivalent contribution can I make that would be the equivalent of the $75 to you know pay the phone bill asking what contribution can I make that would be the equivalent of the dollar amount that you need 
will get you a totally different type of answer, and I'll tell you why. Um, It's funny. There's been times when I've asked that question, and then I have a friend call me, and I end up, you know, and they're despondent, and they're stressing, and, and I end up on the phone with them, you know, coaching them through whatever they're going through. And, um, and it takes up my time, right? And I miss out on something that maybe I could have been doing that would have been, you know, monetarily rewarded. But by taking the time, the energetic time with the person who was really in need, the universe will reach back and I'll get, let's say, three or four sales on something that's like, let's say, an audio program that I don't have to be involved with my time, like a reading. You know, I'll get three or four sales out of nowhere. I know when I was writing my book and it was like, okay, well, I don't have the time to be teaching and coaching and mentoring and all of those more transactional type of things because I have to write this book. And like, well, how am I going to, you know, pay the bills and write the book? And it was interesting because they would say, go write the book, focus on the book. And every single day that I would go to that bookstore and I would write for the three hours that my laptop battery would last, I would come out and there would be sales that had happened. So I was making a contribution for the greater good by writing a book. And the energy was paying me in a different way than what I expected. So when people call me up for readings and say, well, you know, how do I, you know, get this kind of money or that kind of money or, you know, a lot of times if you ask how can I contribute at a level that would be equivalent to receiving, you know, filling your your dollar amount of choice, you'll see that the, the guides need you to serve in a variety of ways and that it's not always A plus B equals C. And as light workers, special ones, et cetera, et cetera, it's really important that you get this because when you start to move into these greater levels of consciousness in this multidimensional um, aspects that we have now, it's not black and white anymore. It's not just about get a job, get a paycheck, you know, pay the bills, get a man, have him pay your bills. You know, it's not about that. That is that. That's actually fairly. Um, it's a, it, that's an old-fashioned way, let's put it like that. The new way is contribution and flow. And the more you contribute um, with an intention of being in the moment and being of the highest use possible, the universe will come back to you with way more than you ever even would imagine. Okay, so then another question that you can ask with your personal guide that will really get the conversation going is when you're looking at especially tough situations, because that's usually why we start to even think about seeking out a guide, right? I've never had someone call me up and say, hey, Mari, oh, my gosh, I'm so happy, and my life is wonderful, and I have all this money, and I've got the perfect man, and I love my mother, and I love my kids, and everybody is, is wonderful, and, and I have the perfect house car, and I just got back from Tahiti, and I'm calling you. They never, that doesn't happen. They usually call me and say the complete opposite. You know, the man left, the kid's a pain in the neck. I, you know, I, I hate the dog. It's just my husband's dog. He left, you know, all this, whatever it is. But it's not all hot sunshine, lollipops, and roses. So then they want, you know, me to solve the problem. And I say, here we go. Um, the question you want to ask is what message is it that I'm not getting here? 
Because every adversary holds a nugget, a message, a lesson, a gift, if you will. A lot of times the the bigger things, even the small things, because the small things add up, but a lot of times the bigger things are actually future careers for you. So when my fiancé passed away many, many moons ago, um, it was, of course, tragic, especially being in your late 20s or early 30s. And, and you know, it is, you have all these dreams and goals and, and then it just whoosh, just vanishes. But what it did was is it brought to my attention the whole in, insane desire to continue to communicate with him. And so that made me step forward to go to medium after medium after medium and then nobody was to get him through because he kept saying, well, she can do it herself. And it, then it forced me to, you know, it sort of inspired me to go and learn about mediumship. And then I found out that I indeed, not only could I do mediumship, I was actually very, very good at being a medium. And when I went to Doreen Virtue's um, certific- certification course, and we had to do stage mediumship where our test with Doreen was, um, there were 30 girls in the class and um, girls and guys. And, we had to have a microphone and stand in the room, in the middle of the room. Everybody was sitting down around us. Doreen was sitting in her little throne <laughs> and um, and judging, you know, literally had a clipboard and was taking notes on what you're doing. And you had to pick somebody out of the audience and do a reading for them. And when I finished doing mine, she looked at the, the room and she said, okay, everyone, this is how it's done. That's all I have to say. That's exactly what needs to happen. And, and she was, you know, she's like, you're, you know, you're the best in the class and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, his passing was the catalyst to me discovering, you know, what started out as mediumship and now as channeling and, you know, this whole career. I mean, it's just completely, you know, that was 10 years ago. And it just, you know, it was, it was a catalyst. It was a gateway. So when you ask, you know, what is what am I supposed to be learning from the situation, that's the type of answer. You know, everything has within it, you know, a nugget. And a lot of times we get very caught up in the he said, she said, and you know, how is it all going to turn out as if how it's going to turn out has something to do with some future idea that has nothing to do with it. How it's going to turn out is going to be mostly how you focus. So I've had situations where I fully focused on the negative conversation and the negative argument and how it was all not going to go to hell in a handbasket. And it it just played out exactly like that. I've had situations where it started off looking like that and then I catch myself and say, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Let me, let me reframe this. Let me say, you know, this is, this is going to work out even better and start to envision what if, what if this could work out, you know, really positively? What if at the end of this, I could feel extremely relieved and I'd start focusing on the relief. And then all of a sudden, I, there'd be some shift in the situation. And then the situation would release. When we're gripped on the end outcome, we, and, 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 and we're just you know, swimming around trying to find someone to give us the answer we want to happen, we really sort of shut down the communication with that personal guide that can really show us the way. And quite frankly, a lot of people might be thinking, you know, well, Mari, you're talking about a really long 
process and you know some you know and and I have to deal with a lot of ambiguity with doing things the way you're saying, and I really just want you know I want the answer, you know I'll tell you what your guide has the answer, and if you want to drag something out and make it really, really wrong, long and wrong. <laughs> Focus on just the answer. If you want to accelerate it and shortcut and get on to the next thing in your life, ask the kinds of questions that we're talking about. And that will give you, it may seem a little bit like a few extra steps. And you might have to be a little bit patient with, you know, the ambiguity part of it. But if you just say, what do I need to know most right now? What do I need to know most right now? And you take a big issue and you break it down into smaller bite-sized pieces, you know, step by step, you will see a big acceleration. And one of the things that will happen also, and they're telling me to remind them of this, is um, I don't know if you ever played that game Shoots and Ladders when you were a little kid, but there's, <laughs> it basically, you know, you're going up these different, you know, ladders or you're going down a chute and, you you know, you're, you throw the, you spin the wheel or whatever and, you go like five paces, and then if you land on the ladder, you get to go up two levels or five levels all the way to the end of the game kind of thing. But if you land on the on the slide, you slide backwards, you know. The way that you can kind of get those big leaps that you're looking for, where you kind of cut to the chase, is work with that personal guide. Because they're looking for the most efficient way for you to get what you need to get, learn what you need to learn, and get on to the next thing so you can be a contribution. It really doesn't do anyone on the other side, God included, any good for you to be confused. It's annoying to them for us to be confused. Flat out, just like, you know, it's like hurting, you know, my friend, one of my friends is hurting kittens. You know, like, Really? Oh, you're kidding me. We, I just thought we, you know, it's like you're trying to, it's like catering a wedding and like the band and the catering bowl and the wedding planner and the florist and all the dress people, the hair and makeup people and the priest, they're all, all planned to be at the wedding, but then they changed their mind because someone didn't text them or they didn't, <laughs> you know what I mean? They They didn't have... They didn't have the money for the electric bills, so they so they just shut down and decided they need to go the other direction so there's no wedding. You know, and that's what they deal with with us because they need us as much as we need them. You know, that's that's the other thing. It's like, unfortunately, our organized religion, systems of organized religion have stripped us of our power in certain ways when it's, it's like, you know, God, we need God, we need God, we need God, or we need these higher you know, entities, but they don't need us because they're everything. They're benevolent. But remember, the one thing they are not, that we are, is physical. They're they're not physically, you know, they're not embodied. So us being embodied and us living with matter, you know, and with the energy, you know, imprint of the matter, but it's still solid matter. And so they need us as much as we need them because, they need us to communicate what they're trying to get across to each other. And we're always being used as messengers, always for each other, always. So I hope that that, that makes sense to you. Um, let me just answer one more of these things. Um, oh, I know one of the questions that's come up is, how do you know if the information you're getting is your actual guide 
or just your mental mind? And the short answer to that is that your mental mind um, is going to be very frenetic, very um, loosey-goosey. It's going to be kind of uh, sporadic and scattered and cause, you know, hyperventilating and usually breathing issues. You know, you just feel like, oh, God, oh, God, you know, that kind of thing. Whereas your your true guide mentally your, is, is deep within. So it feels like it's coming from this knowing place. It's usually a quieter voice. Um, on my website, actually, uh, it's free. There's a free download on the front page of the website, and the website is ahamomentsworld.com. And the free audio MP3 is the 10 ways to know whether something's your true intuition versus false, meaning your, you know, your mental mind. And that will give you a really in-depth um, guide to how to all the different steps. Um, so you might want to download, you know, go ahead and, and just sign up for that and, and download that, and that will really give you um, more clarity on that. So don't take up a whole lot more time um, with that. And then the other, the last little point we'll talk about right now before we get to your readings is what are the best places to be if you're trying to connect? Now, when you're working with a personal guide from a channeling perspective, you want to be sitting up. You don't want to be laying down. Um, You could be standing up, but you want to be sitting. Most of the time, it's the best to connect by sitting down and you just, bow your head a little bit, and lean a little bit forward. The point of entry for that guide's energy to come into you is at the back of your neck, right at the nape of your neck between your neck, and right that spot right between your neck and your shoulders, which is your appendage point. That's the difference between channeled information and intuitive information, which comes from the four players, those other energetic things. When you're channeling, this guide is, is sort of coming into your living room or your genie bottle, I like to say, and sitting with you and having, you know, a conversation. Um, The intuitive information is more you're collecting data and highs and lows of energy to confirm that. So your intuitive energies will work with channeling because you'll be talking to the channel, to your guide, and then your energetic senses will make you feel a high for yes and a low for no. So if you're getting information and it feels right, your your energetic senses, your natural intuitive senses are going to say, oh, I just got this information. Oh, that feels so right. Yeah. You know, and, and the guy just said this and I see this clairvoyant vision in my head. And so the two things will kind of braid and integrate together. But for the sake of teaching, I try to help you to separate out the channeling energy from the intuitive energy, although they eventually do work, you know, hand in hand. And when we do our big seven-week class, we're going to be, you know, practicing and doing all that, that kind of stuff to, to help you to really get fluent in, in that, that regard. But as far as the best places, um, being outside, I find, is really, really helpful when it comes to doing this type of work. Um, I happen to be in sunny San Diego, so I can sit outside. I know all of my little dear friends on the East Coast, maybe not so much, especially since uh, you're going into winter. Um, <laughs> I'm going to get calls today. I know it. Um, but uh, the, what you want to do is, as best you can, get out in nature, uh, bundle up if you have to, and take a quick walk, a brisk walk, because energetic information, spiritual information, always travels okay, on the molecules of energy 
that you uh, molecules of oxygen that you that you inhale into your body. So those little molecules, when you inhale and breathe deeply, they they have it's kind of like the ticker tape on the bottom of the CNN station. It's like this: all this information is all in, on the ethers, it's on the on the oxygen molecules. And then as you inhale it, it goes into every cell, and then that's how it communicates to you. So that's one of the reasons why when you're, when you're in the shower, you get these insights. I named my business in the shower. I have written product after product after product and program and telesummits and made decisions in the shower because you've got the water and you've got the element and you're breathing deeply, you know, and there's a, there's a sense of safety there because you're very cocooned and it's it's an amazing place for getting information but sitting outside um anywhere near water is good because it's an amplifier so if you're breathing deeply which is why yoga and all the different breath work and the types of tai chi and martial arts and everything so focus on the breath is because of, of this theory as well but if you go outside and you're near a body of water the water is an amplifier so um, it turns things up. You can literally hear better, okay, and perceive better, I should say, because sometimes you're not hearing, you're perceiving it. Um, there's amplifying crystals, and if you uh, want to know all about that, you can take our, our crystal camp class with Allison Hayes, the rock girl, and she will, you know, she takes us through all the amplifiers, but one of the big amplifying crystals is clear quartz crystal, if you're trying to get information, and she'll tell you there's all different combinations, and don't put it with this and put it with that. But for the sake of ease, if you want to amplify messages and you want to be able to perceive them with greater ease, having your crystals around will help that. Being outside, being near a body of water, being in places that will make you feel, breathe deeply. Now, let's say you can't get to all those outside places with oceans and lakes and things you can get yourself a fountain. I know when I was back in New Jersey and I was an hour away from the ocean and there was just no way I could get out there all the time, I always had a fountain going in my house. So I had my water as an amplifier, okay? I would do a little Tai Chi. I would do some movement. You know, you can lay down, you can stretch so that you're breathing a little bit deeper. Even going to the gym, you know, going to the gym is great. And, uh, and because you want to get the breath in there, you want those deep breaths in there. Okay, so, and then, of course, you know, if you can sit regularly at a specific time each day, so your guys know that you're going to focus that attention, you'll start to, it's cumulative, you'll start to get more and more information at that time. So I hope that's helped, and um, I think that's going to be it for our content, and we're going to get to some reading. And I think I need to just take a little sip here of my water, because I was getting a little parched. I talked for a really long time. <laughs> God, and um, I'm sure Sam is shaking his head, but I wanted to get all that out to you because it's it's really important stuff, and boy, would it make all of us super happy to um, <laughs> to have you connected with your personal guides with much greater ease. You can get lots of info and feel really confident and good as you go about your day-to-day. All right, so the number to call in is 347 215 Eight five, and off we go now. If you are sitting and waiting um, for a set for a reading, you know, for a, a, a uh, to ask me a question, just now we're going to don't have your phone, you know, so far away that you can't get to it if we stop over and and say hi. So the first person we have tonight is Tanya from San Jose. Hi, Tanya. 
Hi, Mari. Hello. How are you? I like your energy I'm good. Already. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> um, What's the question? I just had a really, a really quick question. I just wanted to check in with my guides and just see if they had any specific messages because I've just been feeling this energy that I'm at. I'm like at the 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 brink of of making a a really big change in my life. So I just wanted to know if they they had any anything for me. Um, are you moving? Um, I have been in the process of trying to find a place to move out. Yeah, because they want you to know that it's right there. Um, but mm-hmm. it's going to be the two-part move. So it might be that it's like a, sh- a short thing, and then you jump to the bigger thing. And they're saying you're, kind of, you're, you're trying to hold out for perfection, but there's like a two-part process. So there might be like a little bit of a temporary half-step but they say keep packing and keep focusing in that direction and don't second-guess yourself because you're on the right track. Okay, great. I, I just wanted to to, um, to check in with that because I, I have been feeling that the move is really close and maybe just yeah. a temporary thing until we you know, until I find something more concrete. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna configure. Let yourself get past this eclipse. That's one of the things reasons why it's getting it was getting hazy and the Mercury and retrograde part as well, um, because mm-hmm. it's like the whole shadow effect that's you know a couple of weeks before the retrograde even happens, and then there's you know the shadow afterwards and all that kind of stuff. So I would say by mid November you'll really have both feet on the ground and you'll know what you're doing. But right now, just um, do what makes sense to do right now, which is pack. You know, clean pack. Mm-hmm. You know, focus on on how you want to feel when you're there, and how you're gonna gonna feel when you're falling in that that perfect place for you, and just know that it might happen in two steps. Feels that way. So if something okay. comes up where a friend says, you know, stay with me, and then you can you know jump to the next place so or find a better place, and that's great. Um, they're saying something about light colors. Focus on the light colors. I don't know. I guess you're gonna have a couple of choices. And they say you'll know what they're talking about when when you get there. But there's some place that's missing okay. light colors. So it might be, you know, if you see, like, all dark purple walls, that's not the place. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, okay, my dear, thank I hope you. that helps. You're so thank welcome. You so much, Have a great night. Yeah, okay, take care. All right, so next we have Mia from Florida. Hi, Mia. Hi. Yeah. Another good energy person. I like you too. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm just peachy. <laughs> What's your question? Um, can I receive a reading on finance? Um, any message that my guides want to give me? Uh, I would rather you do give me a specific question for the sake of time because we have like a minute. Oh, so what, okay. what's the specific um, question? Like, um, well, um, more like um, change of career and a new job, or is it possible? What, what's the question? What's your question? What's your question? Um, will a new change of career improve my finance? Yes, but you're choosing from the wrong point. You're looking at the outcome as driving your decision as opposed to your decision creating an outcome. 
So you, it's like you're looking for reassurance that if you take this step that your, your finances are going to improve. But what's really going to improve your finances is what we were talking about earlier during the day. You don't even have to change a job to improve your finances. What you have to do is start to think about being more of a contribution as opposed to just having a job that's going to pay you more money. And this is a transition for you because I know that it's scary, you know, because it feels like you have some fear around all of this and, and you're trepidating, you know, you're sort of treading lightly and you you just flat out want to leave your job but you're scared to. Um, you, you have to take it in steps. But going back to that question we were talking about earlier, how can I contribute in a way that will create, you know, X number of dollars for me a month or a year and then allow, that really makes my heart sink. Add that in there. If you start to get your heart energy in there, your mental mind won't get so in the way, and you'll see things to, uh, start to unfold, and then the money will flow, and the money will flow even without the whole big new job thing. Don't assign that the only place you can receive money from is from a job, because there's plenty of other places to get money besides a job. So this is an evolution for you. That's like an acceleration. So I hope that's helped a little bit. Mm, okay. Um, yes, I will go back and listen to um, on the recording. Yep. Yep, you do that. You're you're, you're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. I just think that it's time. What they're trying to do, instead of you taking action first and then wondering what happened later, they're trying to get you to pay attention to the energy of what you're spinning first and then make your you know start to ask your your questions a little differently and you're going to see some really fun things unfolding and i think you're going to be really surprised there's like some big gifts right around the veil for you right there but you just have to ask a little differently so they can give you access to it so i hope mm. that helps okay okay and the question that i have to ask is it um something that i can meditate on yep Absolutely. That's a great way to do it. Or do a walking meditation. Go out in nature and, and you know, walk and just ask the question, how can I be a contribution? How can I perceive what contribution I need to be to make this much money and have my heart sing at the same time? Mm -hmm. I have to go because I have a bunch of other people to get on with, but I hope that helps. Yes, it sure does um, get me to where I need to be. Thank you very much. You're welcome, Mia. Have a great night. Okay, next, I believe this is North Dakota. We have Sharon. Is that, I think that's North Dakota. Yep. Hi, Sharon. Yes. Hi, Mari. Thank you for taking my call. Oh, you're so welcome. Oh, I I so enjoyed that lecture that you gave on guides, and I know that, I had a different question, but I now I know that guides have an answer for me. Here <laughs> is where I'm sitting, Okay. And I need okay. to know where to start to clear up this mess and have a life. I'm losing my vision. I have for a long time. It's been going slowly. I have a hip uh-huh. that is very painful, and I don't want another surgery. And I can't right. lose weight because I can't walk. And then to top it all off, I lost my job six weeks ago from downsizing. Um, I thought I could write children's books because I really feel I'd be good at that, but there's a creative block that I could almost cut with a knife. And 
last but actually not least, you know, I was in an abusive uh, marriage many years ago. I've been single for like 35 years. I really would like somebody in my life if if that's possible. Where do I start to have a life? <laughs> wow. That's my question. I know. Um, I think the first thing I think the first thing is that you're going through a dark night of the soul, which is actually like a congratulatory time because you're really purging a lot of the things and you've got a dark night of the soul is when you're going through, you know, a major issue in all your life categories simultaneously. You know, usually they have like a health thing but the other things are okay. Or a money thing, but the other things are okay. But you're kind of getting something in each category, which means that you're going through a massive acceleration. Um Really? And yeah, it's actually a really good thing because it's you probably somewhere in your travels there ask for huge change, and this is the beginnings of it. Change doesn't often look like what we think it's going to look like. It starts off when we go out and say, I want a really big change. I want my life to change. Uh, the first big sign that you've been answered is they break down everything that wasn't working before. So... Um, the hip part is like a fear of going forward. That's usually, you know, when you have limb issues, it's it's a fear of going forward. I would focus. They're telling me you want to back off. I don't know if you eat a lot of dairy, but um, if you back yes. off the dairy, um, it would it, most of the hip issue is inflammation. And if oh, you back okay. off from dairy, especially milk, cream, um, Greek yogurt, all of that, and you did that for like oh, two really? weeks, you would see a marked a mark difference in how your hips feel. Yes, absolutely. You, have a, okay. you definitely have a dairy allergy is what they're telling me. I Archangel live on that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That, not good, not good, not good. Not um, good I no. can tell. Okay. And, <laughs> okay. Um, I can't fix all the other issues all at the same time, but what I would say is the getting doing this work that we're talking about with the personal guide is is would be huge. For you, absolutely huge, and you do have someone right there, and you definitely have a channeling contract. The weight problem is a telltale sign of a channeling contract. <coughs> Excuse me, because it's energy that's bottled up that needs to come through, but it isn't really? because you're not expressing it out yet. Yeah, I actually have a new quiz coming out tomorrow. Um, if you're not already on my email list, go to the to our site ahamomentsworld.com and sign up. And I'll be announcing tomorrow the new quiz, and it is, um, do I have a channeling contract? And it's 21 questions um, that will give you some ideas as to what it is that's really um, that little combination that's letting you know, uh, hello, there's somebody, you know, your guide is sitting right there ready to communicate, and these are the, all of the things you just talked about are very telltale signs. So, you know, whether you can, you know, take the channeling now or later or, you know, get books on it or whatever, um, it would be really helpful if you even just pull out your journal and start and just say, I'm open, flow the energy through me so that my life can get back to normal because it's really more about blocked energy. And I think, you know, as far as the job and all that kind of stuff, I think you're, you'll see a big shift. you got to get your body feeling better. Um, but right. there's something right around the corner. Everything feels ho- more horrible because we have a lunar eclipse and mercury in retrograde. And, you know, it's just I know how exhausting it all feels. But, you know, in right. you know, two, three weeks, <laughs> once you get into November, you're going to start to see a lot of things opening up for you. But but definitely do your journaling, and I hope that's helped. Get off Thank that theory. You. I will. I will. I appreciate welcome, that. sweetie. Okay. You, Take care now. Have a great <laughs> night. Bye-bye. Bye.
Okay, let's see. Moving on, we have Renee in Tennessee. Hi, Renee. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Um, is there a message that my guardian angel or my spirit guide uh, can tell me right now that would help me? Give me something more specific just because we have not a lot of time left. But what would you like? What's your question? Give me a question. And uh, give I have a message. Um, I guess my question would be my uh, career path right now and finances right now. Okay, so what's the what's the question? Uh, the question would be, what contribution can I make to make more money? Okay. So, by any chance, do you do a lot of crafts or interesting no. crafting? No. Um, what about cooking? Just, Let's just go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I do like to cook. And um, probably as far as something creative, I did start a new creative project in writing that I really enjoy. It's something that makes my heart sing. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't pay the bills, but it is something that I enjoy. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I would say that um, one of the things that... Now, the, the the word blogging is coming up, but it's that more importantly for you is about moving, doing, create something creative with your hands, moving, like whether it's painting or cooking, you know, where you're stirring or kneading bread, that type of thing, because you're right on the, they're showing me, you're right on the precipice of a big quantum leap forward. And this insight is right there. It's kind of right at the gateway, but they need your body to move more because they use the whole body when they're getting connected messages to you and you're very in your head you know you're counting yes. the bills and then you're saying the money isn't there and then you're focusing on how all the stuff that's not there and you yes. have this real big huge like grand canyon size divide between what you love and what you think you need to do to make money yes. and so they're showing you, me you, you like kind of tipping back and forth and afraid to jump because you're afraid the wings won't flap with you but they will flap okay so <laughs> okay. they're not saying that you have to put the writing on, put the pressure on your writing to put the food on the table just yet. But what they are saying is if you could, one of the things you don't have, you don't have enough information yet to get the specific answer. But what they want right now is for you to move in the sense okay. of moving your body, a Tai Chi type thing, Pilates, yoga. Yoga is a little, actually, and this is for everyone, yoga is wonderful. However, when we're talking about channeling contracts, you're better off doing Tai Chi because yoga is about holding a pose and breath. <laughs> yeah. Whereas Tai Chi is that flow, you know, you're moving. There's this, you're, connect, you're collecting energy in a different way. And I'm not putting down yoga, so please don't start emailing me. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, I get it. I start yoga every day. You know, I get it. I get it. But for what we're talking about, and this is coming from the guys and not Mari, you know, is they want that, <laughs> that, that flow, that movement. You dance, you know, even if you did ballroom dance, rumba or something. You want that movement. And you're going to, if you incorporate that in with your journaling, 
you're going to start to feel that connection and that and 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 not so much oppositional thinking in your head. That's what they're saying is that she's very oppositional, very black and white. Money comes from here, it doesn't come from there. I have fun and now I'm not making money. Now I'm making money, I'm not having fun. That would be okay. what you want to work on. Okay, does okay. that make sense? Yes, okay. it does. Thank you. Thank you so okay, much. Okay, sweetie. You have a great night. You're welcome. You Thanks. Okay, well, my goodness, this went really fast. Wow, Sam, <laughs> I just looked at the time. Oh, my gosh. Well, you guys, I um, I want to just say make sure that over the next few days you take a nice hot salt bath, if you can, if you have a tub. If not, use some hot salt, sea, like sea salt in your shower. That's going to ease uh, some of the tension of the various bouts of energy that we have swirling around nice detox bath, getting out in nature, taking your nice deep breaths and all that good stuff. But most in, most importantly, you want to just close your eyes tonight and say to your guide, I am open to receive and willing to accept all that our partnership has for me now. Please make yourself known to me. I give you permission. That's the biggest thing. You've got to give them permission and you will be amazed at the connection you're going to start to feel and perceive, and you'll be able to start journaling about it and eventually talking about it. Now, I have um, one more spot available in my Open the Channel class. It starts tomorrow. If you'd like the spot, jump on the site tonight, ahamomentsworld.com forward slash channel. If you're not already on our email, please get on there so that you can get our free quiz that will be released tomorrow. Lots of insight to be had there. And also our Mercury and Retrograde Moon Magic and Mercury and Retrograde product is really powerful for now because you've got all those guided meditations in there that help the energy, especially this harnessing the energy of a full moon meditation, which is one I forgot about. But that's in there, so if you want to listen to that tonight, um, a lot of you already have the product, so you listen to that one tonight. It's a great, great way to harness the energy and make it work for you during this time. Very, very potent times we have um, here. So... Um, that can be had at ahamomentsworld.com forward slash ride hyphen the hyphen wave. Okay, so ahamomentsworld.com forward slash ride hyphen the hyphen wave. All right, so in the meantime, we, um, oh, we have a special show next week. It's actually not on Blog Talk. It's going to be uh, one that you sign up for with Rudy Hunter. He'll be coming um, on October 15th. So it's a Wednesday. Um, and so if you're, again, on our email list, you're going to be seeing stuff about that come out this weekend, and you can sign up to uh, participate in that free call. And uh, so he'll be back. We always have a good time with old Rudy. And lots of other good stuff coming down the pipe. We have the Crystal Camp 2 starting on Monday the 13th as well. And you can check that out, ahamomentsworld.com forward slash cc2 for now i am thrilled that you came and hung out with me today and you know my motto which is you truly can have exactly what you want you absolutely deserve it too and in this new energy anything is possible have a great night everybody take care You've been listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show with your host, Mari. Be sure to visit her blog and website at www.ahamomentsinc.com 
That's A-H-A, Moments with an S, Inc.com. Also join Mari on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash aha moments inc and twitter at twitter.com slash aha moments we can't wait to see you there
का दिन